Welcome, I'm Cliff Hedges. This is Pastor Cliff's Notes. This is a podcast where we're studying the Bible. We're working our way through the book of Acts. Today is episode 229. We're looking at Acts chapter 7, verses 20 through 29. This is the trial of Stephen before the Sanhedrin. Stephen was proclaiming the gospel and no one could argue with him. And so he was arrested in the synagogue and accused of blaspheming against God, against the temple, against Moses, against the law. And so he was taken to the Sanhedrin and put on trial there. False witnesses come and say, accuse him of these blasphemies. The high priest says, are these things true? And Stephen then begins his defense. Well, he's not really defending himself. What he does is he begins a, a telling of the history of Israel. He begins with the promises of Abraham that this land that they are in now was promised to the descendants of Abraham. That's why it's the promised land. Then he started talking about how God used Joseph, one of the 12 sons of Israel, to deliver Abraham's family from starvation and bring them to Egypt. Now he's talking about Moses. Moses is the deliverer who actually delivers the people of Israel from Egypt. So let's begin Acts chapter 7, verses 20 to 29. At this time, Moses was born, and he was beautiful in God's sight. He was cared for in his father's home for three months. When he was put outside, Pharaoh's daughter adopted and raised him as her own. So Moses was educated in all the wisdom of the Egyptians and was powerful in his speech and actions. When he was 40 years old, he decided to visit his own people, the Israelites, When he saw one of them being mistreated, he came to his rescue and avenged the oppressed man by striking down the Egyptian. He assumed his people would understand that God would give them deliverance through him, but they did not understand. The next day he showed up while they were fighting and tried to reconcile them peacefully, saying, Men, you're brothers. Why are you mistreating each other? But the one who was mistreating his neighbor pushed Moses aside, saying, Who appointed you a ruler and judge over us? Do you want to kill me the same way you killed the Egyptian yesterday? When he heard this, Moses fled and became an exile in the land of Midian, where he became the father of two sons. Stephen is not just recounting the history of Israel. The people he's speaking to, they know this stuff. They are all very learned in the the things of Judaism. They, They know their Old Testament. They know their history of Israel. So what's Stephen up to? Well, His point is two main themes that he's running through with his history. One is that God's not tied to a place because one of the concerns is the temple, to speak against the temples, to speak against God. And that God's people have always been the closest to him when they've been pilgrims, when they've been on the move. And his other point that he's going to make is that the people historically have pushed back against God's appointed leader. And all this is pointing to Jesus and that Jesus is God's appointed leader and they're pushing back against him and they shouldn't be so tied up in the place they're at and be more interested in following God. So verse 20, at this time Moses was born. So he led through the the time that the people were in Egypt and at the very end of the time in Egypt, that's where Moses arrives and Moses leads them out of Egypt. There had been a decree from Pharaoh that the male children of the Israelites would be killed. They would be left outside to die or thrown in the river. That's because the people were getting too numerous and becoming a threat to the Egyptians. 
So Moses was born and he was beautiful in God's sight. He was cared for in his father's home for three months. That's how long they kept him at home. They hid him at home, but there came a point where they could no longer hide him. And so they took him to the river and put him in a basket. And so verse 21, when he was put outside, Pharaoh's daughter adopted and raised him as her own son. So Pharaoh's daughter was at the river and saw Moses in the basket, was attracted to him and took him as her own. Moses' sister was standing nearby and said, hey, I I know a Hebrew woman who will take care of this child for you. So um, Moses' sister took Moses back to mom, who then fed him and raised him until he was weaned. And then he was turned over to Pharaoh's daughter. And so she raised him as her own son. Verse 22, Moses was educated in all the wisdom of the Egyptians and was powerful in his speech and actions. So Moses was raised as the child of Pharaoh's daughter. He was given the best. He was given the best education. One of the points here is that God used the wisdom of the Egyptians to prepare Moses to be the deliverer of the Hebrew people. There's a lot of legends among the Hellenistic Jews in particular about Moses. It was thought among them that uh, Moses had been trained by Greek philosophers and they had been imported to Egypt to specifically teach Moses and that he was so wise he eventually exceeded them in all their knowledge and he was responsible for the higher culture of everything in Egypt. And oh, It's a, a lot of exaggeration. But this just shows the high regard that people have for Moses. But also, you think about Moses, just just an ordinary guy. Moses was raised as the grandchild of the king and was given the best, the best training. Interesting, says he was powerful in his speech and actions. When God calls Moses later in life to go speak to Pharaoh, Moses says, I'm not very good at speech. So how's that jive up with this? Well, we, we don't know. But uh, according to Stephen, Moses was powerful in speech and actions. So verse 23, when he was 40 years old, he decided to visit his own people, the Israelites. When he saw one of them being mistreated, he came to his rescue and avenged the oppressed man by striking down the Egyptian. Now this is following the biblical narrative that we see in Exodus, where Moses sees uh, an Egyptian mistreating, beating a one of the Hebrews, uh, Moses steps in and strikes down the Egyptian and hides his body. Verse 25, he assumed his people would understand that God would give them deliverance through him, but they did not understand. Verse 26, the next day he showed up while they were fighting and tried to reconcile them peacefully, saying, men, your brothers, why are you mistreating each other? But the one who was mistreating his neighbor pushed Moses aside, saying, Who appointed you as a ruler and judge over us? Do you want to kill me the same way you killed the Egyptian yesterday? So verse 29, when he heard this, Moses fled and became an exile in the land of Midian, where he became a father of two sons. So Moses has a a yearning for his native people, his fellow Hebrews. He goes to where they live, because Moses lives in the palace of Pharaoh, and he sees the mistreatment of the Hebrew man and strikes down the Egyptian, hides his body. And according to Stephen, he assumed that the people would then side with him and see that he is there to be their deliverer. 
But apparently somebody rats him out to Pharaoh because later it says that he, he fled. He fled, we're told in Exodus, because of the wrath of Pharaoh. So somehow Pharaoh found out about it. So not only did they not recognize him as their deliverer, apparently they're the ones that ratted him out. Maybe to save themselves if somebody realizes that this Egyptian's gone and so they're going to start mistreating the, the Hebrew people. They're, hey, but that Moses dude who, who did this. But interesting uh, comment here that uh, Stephen brings out in verse 27. Who appointed you a ruler and judge over us? Well, the answer to the question from our perspective and from the perspective of everybody sitting there, God appointed him. Moses was appointed by God to be the deliverer of the Hebrew people in Egypt. And so this question, who appointed you judge and ruler? Well, the answer is God did. And this is feeding the line of thinking that Stephen's bringing along here is that Jesus Christ is appointed by God to be the deliverer. You rejected him. Just as the people here rejected Moses as their deliverer. And this is one of the themes. The people reject or push back against the deliverers, against the prophets, against the leaders that God raises up. That's been that way through the history of the Israelites. Is this pushing back against God's leaders. And also this idea of being a pilgrim. Not being nailed down to a specific place. And we see Moses living as a pilgrim, where Moses flees to Midian and is an exile in the land of Midian. He begins a family there, has two sons. But Moses as the pilgrim, Moses as the deliverer, Moses as the rejected deliverer. This is all pointing ahead to his uh, conclusion he's going to build to that you rejected the ultimate deliverer, the ultimate leader appointed by God when you rejected Jesus Christ. Thanks for joining me. Join me again next time as we continue working through the book of Acts.